Where do we start this? And the answer doesn't matter. We're having a good time. Right. <laughs> he couldn't wait to get in here. You need sales balls to make sales calls. Sure. I'm tweeting that puppy. <laughs> okay. Welcome to the Sell or Die podcast. We're your hosts, Jeffrey and Jen Gittimer. I'm the author of The Little Red Book of Selling and 15 other best-selling books and the creator of the seven-figure sales formula program. I grew up in Philadelphia, sold in New York City, but was smart enough to move to Charlotte, North Carolina. And I'm the author of Sales in the New York Minute and creator of Breakthrough Business Babe Community. Fun fact, I'm obsessed with our dogs and consider them humans. If you have a dog, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Sell or Die is for sales professionals, salespeople, sales managers, entrepreneurs, and business owners who want to sell more at full price, earn loyalty, and have an unlimited stream of referrals. Every single episode is going to give you real-world, easy-to-implement solutions so that you can get your calls returned, your proposals read and acted on, all while creating relationships that you can take all the way to the bank. It's time to sell or die. Okay, so guys, good morning. Welcome to Sell or Die and yet another episode. It is the longstandingest sales podcast on the planet. It has, it's approaching 3 million downloads. We are rocking in the free world and today, we're gonna talk about your book that's not done yet. In the comments, put a one in the comments if you said to yourself, one day I'm gonna write a book. Even if you're in the middle of your book, put a one in the comment if you say, someday I'm gonna write a book. And you're gonna be amazed at how many people put a one in the comments. It is literally all over the place. One, 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 one. Okay, now. I'm diehard. If you're listening on the podcast and not on our Facebook Live, I'd like you to think about, did you ever tell yourself that you're going to write a book? Now, then, now you got your ones in there. There's tons of ones. Okay, good. Put a two in the box if your first chapter is written. All you wonners. And I'm just I'm only challenging you. This is for you. One in the box if you're gonna write a book, two in the box if your first chapter is written. For those who are listening, I just wanna comment that we had tons of ones. Like I can't even count them how many. And we have about three twos. <laughs> so it'd be interesting for you to think about it. if you've told yourself, I wanna write a book. Are you also, have you we started have four that twos so far? Four twos, uh, five twos, six twos. We got a zero. Yeah, we got a couple <laughs> of zeros, right. Okay, but this is, the, this is the deal. Are you taking notes? Are you putting yourself into a position where you, you could write a book? Are you collecting information? Do you have a separate file for your book? Come on. This is an important part of the process. Someday I'm going to write a book. Did you see Hazel's comment? Yeah. So 
He said, that's the name of my book. Someday I'm going to write a book. (laughs) A procrastinator's, that's brilliant, by the way. As usual, Pat Hazel brilliance in a file folder. It almost counts, but not quite. Now, we just had a writer's weekend. Several people came to talk about writing their book. And we actually got a title, a subtitle, a table of contents, and front matter put into the three-day weekend, and we met with some publishers. It's, it's literally, it's, a, it's an amazing thing. I'm going to go over some fundamentals with you. Jen and I are going to talk about, do you really want to write a book? The first thing you need to know is, what the hell's the title? Because that's going to give you an idea of what has to go in the content. And that title may also be your brand. When Jen's book was Sales in a New York Minute, well, that's her brand. And it corroborated everything about what she was trying to do and who she was trying to reach. And it's got 212 on the cover, which is the area code of New York City. I mean, it's, it's very, very well thought out and very, very well designed because now in today's world, you have to have a brand and content. You just can't have one or the other. So we have a lot of salespeople, Jeffrey, who might be listening, thinking, well, why do I need to write a book? I sell things. Why do I need to write a book? What's that going to do for me? It may do nothing if your book is shitty, but it can do something. If your book is great, then you advance to the advance up the scale. I, when I, when I, <laughs> I was in a, uh, an expert in selling. When I started writing, I became an authority. So if you want to go from expert to authority, book is your image. And keep in mind, you can now broadcast everywhere. You can do LinkedIn Live. You can do Facebook Live. You can do Insta. You can post your book up in your, I mean, it's unbelievable what you could do. Ebook, video book, any kind of thing on your YouTube channel. When I was writing, it was like you put your column in the paper and that was it. So I'm challenging you. There are multiple opportunities for you to express yourself and feel damn good about response. People are going to click. If the right words are in there, people will click, they will find you, and they will comment. That's the deal. And when they do comment, that's a, that's a, that's a prospect. Go ahead, Jenny. Jeffrey, when you started writing, did you always know that you were going, like, did you set out with an intention to write a book? No, I started writing a column in the paper. And after the third column, I go, well, if I have a hundred of these, I think I got a book. I didn't write a book. I wrote a column. The column turned into a book and it's been that way. I wrote that column for 15 years. So now I have literally a wealth of content that I haven't used yet about various subjects. And some of those went into the attitude book. Some of those went into the trust book. Some of those went into the little green book of getting your way. But whatever it was, there was always content for me to add into the book because I already had a basic library of stuff on various subjects. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing the the book does for you, let's talk about that. So you didn't realize you were writing a book. You just started writing, started following your passion, and it, it created clarity of thought. It allowed you to really figure out what it is you wanted to say, how you wanted to say it, because you were spending time thinking, spending time writing. And then when it's when it's birthed 
<laughs> when it arrives in the box and there's a cover and it's all put together and it looks finished. It's like a door opener. It's a calling card. It's just way better than cold calling 500 prospects a week. Yeah. I'd rather here's send piece of, Here's my piece of shit business card or here's my autographed book. Which do you think is going to get the attention of, you know, and salespeople typically, well, I don't need a book. Yes, you do. Well, I don't think, I, yes, you can. It's all a matter of your own dedication. You're pissing your time away watching some stupid ass Netflix show at night and drinking a beer. You should be writing. I, I, to me, it's, it's all a matter of your desire. If your desire is to drink beer and watch Netflix, rock the house. Someone else will be cleaning your clock. Every single time. So while you're watching Netflix, I'm writing my 18th book. It's interesting because someone at the Writers Weekend this past weekend, you know, we have writers here at the beach and we help them get their book off the ground. And right. someone asked, how much revenue can you contribute to your book? I put a slide up in a deck that I was showing um, March the 23rd. 1992 was the first day my column appeared in the business journal. Since that date, every single penny that I have earned, millions of dollars, I can trace back to something that I wrote. Every speech, every book, every podcast, every everything I've ever done, I can trace back to something that I wrote. I have a foundation of written wisdom that I use for everything that I do. And I did that in exchange for watching whatever was on Thursday night at nine o'clock. I just, you can't do both. And I think it's so and interesting. I have, I have a and with all respect, due respect to Glenn Morshauer, who is an absolute classic, I recommend that you binge watch 24 and then you watch The Resident in its entirety. There you go, Glenn. <laughs> and then other than that, turn off your TV. Right. No, so what I was going to say is that a lot of salespeople don't want to take the time to write a book. Like they want to just be out there selling and they don't recognize the fact or they're not willing to admit to the fact that the book is going to make it easier for you to get in more doors. The book is going to make it easier for people to view you with instant credibility, not just like, oh, let me go in and try and build my credibility and show how great my company is and show how great our products are. No, you wrote the book on manufacturing. You wrote the book on whatever. And and now people are like an automatic. I don't know. People perceive you differently. It's really on, crazy. Think about, think about it this way. You walk in on a cold call. You're talking to the gatekeeper. You have your piece of shit business card with you. And say, I'd like to talk to the person in charge of, and whatever it is, they're busy. Or you can walk in and say, hey, I'm really proud of my new book. It's um, perfect for your CEO. Here's a signed copy for him or her. And I was wondering if you could take it to him, let him know I'm in the lobby. Not what's this call and reference to, he's busy right No, no, no. I guarantee you that guy will come out for a signed book. I guarantee. And thank you. And then you give one to the gatekeeper. Come on. This is the perfect cold call. Or you can watch Netflix like an idiot. That's all I'm saying. Now, these are choices. You make your own choices. You make your own bed every day. I hope. But the bottom line is, we're, we're, I'm in a library, my own, our own library here in, in Charlotte, North Carolina, 
and my books are in my own library. Is that cool or what? So what's in your library? What do you wish was in your library? What are you willing to work for to be in your library? If you want, um, you can go to um, helpmeatgitter.com. Help me at Gitmer.com and say I want more information and we can we'll get it to you. It would be sending an email to help me at Gitmer.com. <laughs> Jeffrey, I love you. You have a habit of telling people to go there. There is no there. So just email help me at Gitmer.com. Email. Yeah. Okay. But um, if you're interested in this writer's weekend, so let's go over some of the things that you really need to think through when you're writing a book so that people who, you know, aren't yet ready for the writer's weekend or are considering it. But anyone who really wants to write a book can get value out of this this episode. Take away question some one. question. Question one. What do you want to write about? Where do you feel your expertise is? Where is your, quote, zone of genius? Yes. It's probably not making cold calls, um, but it might be. Maybe you're great at it. Maybe you're looking at it from the perspective of I want to help more people make better cold calls. And I want to write a little ebook on on Coca. But whatever it is, brain dump everything you know. Put a title in, put a subtitle in, and after you brain dump everything you have, try to look at it from a standpoint of what's the table of contents going to look like. You do those four things: brain dump, title, subtitle, table of contents, and you're on your way. You don't do that, you'll be a mishmash forever. Well, I have a a bunch of notes that I've collected. Great. Make a title, make a subtitle, make a table of contents. Now and when you're you make, four steps into the book. When you make the table of contents, <laughs> when you make the table of contents, then you can start to see what's missing. What do you have that flows really well? Like when you look at through any book, like you can see where they're going with it. Right. And so what, when you're looking at your own table of contents, if you were the reader, always thinking about it from the reader's shoes. What's missing? What What do you have to add? What do you need to fill in? What do you, maybe you've already written stuff. Maybe you've already written stuff on, on Instagram as captions or on Facebook as little vignettes, but maybe you have stuff, maybe you have content that you don't even, or on LinkedIn, maybe you have content that you don't even realize that you could pull into the book. I'm going to tell you that when you decide you're going to write a book, You've probably looked at another book that is a model for you. I used Harvey McKay's Swim with the Sharks because they were two-page, you know, 70 or 80 two-page pieces, and they were brilliant. And I thought, man, I'm going to write like that. He was my inspiration. And then I read Thinker Toys by Michael Mahalko, and I go, i got to have some design in the book because this is an absolute. So Harvey McKay, Michael Mahalko, and my original – Inspirer, Ken Artis, who I went to high school with, those were the people that got me off the ground. And my father and brother, who both wrote very concisely. Mm. So think about the people that are your models. Think about the people that you want to emulate or duplicate or replicate. No, no, no plagiarizing. And put yourself in the position of using that as your basis for kind of moving forward. You have a platform. Take the platform. Take, take, take the shot. Jeffrey, we have a great question here from Justin. What do you think holds people 
most people back from writing the book we all have inside of us. Now that makes an assumption that we all have a book inside of us. So let's start yeah, with that. Do you think that? I think this is what I think. Most people procrastinate and wait until tomorrow. Tomorrow is TFL, too fucking late. I'm just challenging you. This is, this is you. This is everything that you need to be able to put together for yourself. And if you're not willing to allocate the time for that, it's not dedicate the time, it's allocate the time. I'm going to wake up in the morning and every morning from 9 until 9.20, I'm going to write. That's it. If you don't dedicate that time, it will never get ridden because you don't have enough time. Like, I know what I got to do now, but in the beginning, I allocated time. Every, every I, you know, I was writing a column that had a Friday deadline. You, If you have a Friday deadline, dude, you better have it done by Thursday. Hello? Crazy. So I, I want to answer that question as well. I think that everyone does have a book inside of them. I think that we, from the time we are kids, we're taught to learn and listen by through story. And I think as we grow older, we develop stories our entire lives, stories that stick with us, stories that shape us, stories that determine who we are and who we're going to be. And those stories have value because those stories often, they may not start with once upon a time, but they all end with some sort of lesson or opportunity. And so I think that within each of us, there is a book. But the reason that so many people don't write books is because of limiting beliefs that they have of themselves. For example, who am I to write a book? Why would anyone want to read what I have to say? Or am I expert enough to really write the book on whatever that may be? You know, and, and we get these thoughts that get in our way or I don't have any stories. I don't have stories to tell that could be valuable. Yes, you do. You all do. You have conversations with people on a daily basis. Are those conversations not valuable? No, of course no. they are. So, of course, you could put word those words onto pages. And the thing is, when you start with a blank page, it's very overwhelming and it's very like, oh, my God, I have to like make this whole page, you know, filled in. And I think that that becomes more difficult. So Jeffrey has a trick that I that I learned from him and he doesn't start with a blank page, at least not like through the, the keys and typing. He starts with his voice. Yep. I don't know if want to talk about that. Sure. I text myself. I use Dragon for Mac. I don't type. Typing is a waste of time. and I'm not very fast at it, so I just use voice to text. You can probably use Siri. I don't yet because I'm still using my own voice to text program. But the challenge is this. When you're talking, you don't have to think about where the keys are. And your stream of conscious is much clearer. Now, next on next week's Sell or Die, we're going to talk about story, how to create your stories because I think that's as equally as important as writing the book. But for the moment. And we, um, could, we could even take that into your stories that sell because your stories yeah. are what are selling your prospects. Um, I, I, before we end, Jeffrey, I just want to say one more thing. One thing that got me going, if you're really trying to start writing, start getting your ideas out there, I found that there was too much pressure if I was just sitting at my keyboard, like trying to type away. 
And I just felt like this just enormous amount of pressure. And so I started walking, which is obviously healthy anyway. And I started talking to myself and (laughs) I would just record everything I was saying. And then I would go back home and get it transcribed. And obviously it wasn't perfect, but when you're walking, there's a science to it. You're actually thinking about, and we, so funny, this was someone told, a doctor told us about this yesterday, but I had already known about it. There's a science about the fact that you're thinking, put my left foot, then my right foot, don't trip, don't, you know, miss that hole over there. You're thinking about other things. So your brain is not being used to overthink and second guess yourself. That part that is normally spent on, is this good enough? Will people relate to it? Should Is this the thing I should be writing? All those like what if kind of limiting belief kind of questions, those go out the door because you're paying attention to where you're walking and you're talking to yourself. And so now you're just getting into the flow and into a stream of consciousness. And for me, that's been incredibly helpful to my writing. So hopefully that'll help you guys. Next week, we're going to talk about what you need to talk to yourself about while you're walking to create your stories. But for now, until next time, I'm Jane Gittimer. I'm Jeffrey Gittimer. I'm reminding you to get out there and sell something or write something, even if your ass falls off. Thank you so much for listening to Sell or Die. We hope that this episode has helped you transform the way you think, given you new ideas, and provided you a new perspective on the sales and business challenges that you face every day so you can get out there and win the customer all the way to the bank. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a second to rate and review. Each review helps us help more people just like you make a difference in this world. Don't forget to take a screenshot, share it in your Instagram stories and tag us at Jeffrey Gittimer and at Jen Gittimer. See See you you next week. week.